Welcome back to the Hot Tip Ed's Daily Pick Show here for Saturday, September 2nd. Back with some more college football action here for today. Got an action-packed slate here for week one. All sorts of games to take a look at. So we'll jump into all of that here in a second. But before we do, quickly looking over to Dub Club. Um, this weekend is a great weekend to sign up because like I said in Thursday's video, I am recording all of the videos for this weekend earlier than normal. So nothing changes if you're just a normal YouTube viewer. But if you go sign up for Dub Club right now, you get that early access to all the videos, the ad-free videos. You get to watch them, well, right now as you're watching this video on YouTube. But Thursday, going to have all those videos live here for the entire weekend. So you can still go catch Sunday and Monday um, if you are watching here on Saturday. But on top of that, you get the Dub Club notifications. You get access to the Discord server, my recommended unit size, all sorts of exclusive access here for week one of college football. And if you sign up before week one of the NFL season, you can lock in the best price you're going to see for the entire football season. You get your first three months for only $19.99. I mean, that gets you more than half of the college football season, gets you half of the NFL season. So um, an absolutely no-brainer deal. Use code Chris3 at checkout. Get that promo. And let's jump into Saturday's show. Now, we kick off Saturday's show from Texas as Colorado takes on TCU for Colorado. Coming into this season as the 91st overall team in the hot tip of power ranking, TCU is the 17th overall team. Um, TCU remains the number one team in the nation offensively after last year's performance, even though they've lost some talent since then. Um, the number one overall team, Colorado 113th, TCU 91st on defense, while Colorado is the 57th overall team coming into this one. And obviously it was a TCU team that had a massive win over this Colorado team a season ago, but that doesn't really matter at this point. Obviously both these teams are kind of in completely different spots from where we saw a season ago, obviously for Colorado, Deion Sanders coming in as head coach, completely cleaning house and really dominating the transfer portal um, and in building some bright things for this Colorado team. Certainly I do think it's going to take time for it all to gel together and then for it to get figured out um but certainly Deion sanders is a flash that, that this colorado team needed um to to be relevant again in the college football landscape but tcu is certainly relevant in the college football landscape coming off of their national championship appearance against georgia and while they didn't necessarily look good in that game and people will argue they got lucky throughout last season undeniably they made it to that game so they did something right a season ago um and even though they're without max duggan here entering this year Chandler Morris you know was the starter last season before going out with that injury um so he'll pick up right where he left off a season ago and you know while it is a team in TCU that obviously lost some guys to the draft um with how good they are they still retain a lot of the key pieces that got this team to the national championship and offensively speaking I think they're going to be just as good as they were a season ago um definitely going to need some luck to, to have the the highest levels of success that they had a season ago but certainly not a TCU team that I would expect to fall off a cliff here entering this season. And as far as this game goes, TCU projected at 38.28 points, um, Colorado at 17.86, a 56.14 projection for the total points here in this one, which is actually where I'm looking at. Yes, TCU has a very, very explosive offense, but their defense isn't bad either. And the Colorado defense was one of the bright spots we saw last year and certainly has a lot of more talent even this year than we saw a season ago. And I think because of that, they're going to slow down TCU. A little bit, not a ton, but a little bit enough to stay under 63 and a half here. Um, the total hasn't moved from where the current open um, is set at there. 
a 16.33% edge here for the under in this game. And I think that's the play for me in this one, taking the under 63.5 points here for Colorado TCU. Now we stay in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for this next game. Louisiana Tech taking on SMU for Louisiana Tech. Enter this game as the 114th overall team in the hot tip of power ranking. SMU the 65th overall team. Offensive speaking, SMU certainly has the advantage in this one. 41st, well, La Tech 120th. Um, but defensively speaking, Louisiana Tech not bad. 81st overall, SMU enters this game 90th overall. And obviously, Louisiana Tech played in a game in week zero. So already got a win over their belt. We're able to take down FIU, um, you know, in their season opener, a 22-17 to win in that game. Hank Bachmeyer, the Boise Street transfer that I seem to bet on all the time last season, even when Boise State had some struggles, but nonetheless looked good against Louisiana Tech, and he's a big reason why I like them going into this game, but it's not going to be an easy SMU team to beat on the other side of things. Obviously, SMU 7-6 and six last season, a win in the New Mexico Bowl, um, but a large part of their success, in my opinion, was because of Tanner Mordecai, a very, very strong quarterback for this SMU team a season ago, but has obviously moved on to Wisconsin um, you know, in the transfer portal. So SMU starting over at the quarterback position, Preston Stone looks to be the guy who's going to get the start for SMU in this game, but like all the teams with quarterbacks it's hard to tell exactly here entering week one we'll really have to wait until saturday um, to know for sure in this one but as far as the projection goes here for this one the model has law tech at 19.59 points smu at 34.36 good enough for a 14.77 spread um, here entering this game which is a little bit lower than where the books put it at put it at 20 and a half for louisiana tech entering this game but with how well they pair up with this SMU team on the defensive side of the ball, with the new quarterback for SMU, with Brockmeyer coming over from Boise State for this Louisiana team, it's a LaTeX team that has a lot going for them, and I think they are more than capable of staying within this game. A 10.64% edge um, for LaTeX on the spread here, and that's exactly what I'm taking. Louisiana Tech plus 20 and a half here against SMU. And speaking of Tanner Mordecai from that last one, let's head up to Madison. Got Wisconsin taking on Buffalo for Wisconsin. Enter the season as the 32nd overall team in the hot tip of power ranking. Buffalo is the 62nd overall team. Um, Buffalo also enters this one 61st offensively. Wisconsin is 45th. Buffalo 65th on the defensive side of things. Wisconsin 30th here coming into this game. And obviously for Wisconsin, the key to this season is, is offense. Obviously bringing in Luke Fickle from Cincinnati. Pick up Tanner Mordecai from SMU. A lot of lot of things on the up and up for this Wisconsin team. Definitely, you know, a, a lot of stuff going in their direction and have some high, high hopes. And ultimately, I think they will be a very, very strong team in the Big Ten this season. But they're going up against the Buffalo defense that led the MAC in takeaways a season ago, 28 um, last season for this Buffalo team. And, and granted, yeah, it was, uh, you know, against weaker teams than what Wisconsin is going to be. But defensively, it was a Buffalo team that could certainly compete um, and did a great job controlling the clock and, and really just, you know, winning the possession battle um, a season ago. And, you know, Cole Snyder at quarterback for this Buffalo team. It's an offense that is full of a lot of veterans. I think they're more than capable of staying in this game um, and the model tends to think so too projects buffalo at 23.3 points in this one wisconsin at 32.03 an 8.73 edge um, or spread for buffalo here in this game which is way off what the books have the books buffalo 28 at the moment opened at 27 and a half um, in favor of wisconsin but a 26.9 percent edge 
is one of the largest edges we have for any of the games here in week one. Um, and it's a Buffalo team that, like I said, with their defense, with, you know, the returning talent they have on the offensive side of things going up against a, a Wisconsin team that's going to be fresh and in trying to figure things out. I think they're more than capable of staying within four scores. I'm taking Buffalo plus 28 here against Wisconsin. Next up on Saturday's card, we got South Florida taking on Western Kentucky for South Florida. Enter this one as the 108th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Western Kentucky is the 49th overall team. Western Kentucky, a major advantage on the offensive side of things here in team this game. Seven or 37th overall, while South Florida is the 100th overall team. Not quite as big of an edge on defense, but still an edge. 80th on defense, while South Florida is the 108th overall team. And as far as, you know, South Florida went from a season ago... They struggled, you know, only one win against Howard and <laughs> didn't win an FBS game all of last season. Obviously, you know, go get a new coach heading into this season and look to be in a better spot than they were a season ago. But definitely going to be an uphill climb for this South Florida team. And they go up against a Western Kentucky team that had a lot of success last season. Obviously, going to the New Orleans Bowl, getting the win over South Alabama in that one. Tyson Helton, you know, has done a really good job leading this Western Kentucky team. They just do a really good job of scoring points offensively they are electric to watch and austin reed looking to get the start under center once again here for this western kentucky team obviously had a great season last year thrown for 40 touchdowns and really the model loves western kentucky as well 39.35 points projected for them south florida 23.6 a 15.74 spread here entering this contest and as far as the books go currently at 11 and a half hasn't moved from the open there um, but it's a western kentucky team that you know with the 8.22 percent edge here just with how well they were playing last year offensively and how well they just looked and, and were cohesive as a team compared that to south florida i think this is a game that they should have absolutely no problem winning and winning big taking western kentucky minus 11 and a half here against south florida we head back to the state of Texas for this next one. New Mexico taking on Texas A&M for New Mexico. Enter this game as the 119th overall team in the hot tip at power ranking. Texas A&M the 68th overall team. Uh, both these teams struggle a little bit on offense as far as they go entering the season here. 99th for Texas A&M. New Mexico 129th. Defensively, Texas A&M though pretty strong. 19th. New Mexico not bad either. 66th there. And it was those offenses for both these teams that had the struggles a season ago. Obviously, Bobby Petrino coming in for Texas A&M is going to shoot that number up, you know, still a lot of the data um, being from last season. But it's going to be interesting to see how he jives and fits in with this Aggies program and, and what he's able to do with Connor Weigman as the season gets going for Texas A&M. And on the other side of things, you know, for this New Mexico team, they struggled last season down the stretch. They just could not score points really at all in the second half of the season. I mean, it was just awful performance after awful performance. And defensively speaking, yeah, they were a decently strong team. Obviously, that was the strong part for Texas A&M last year as well. The run defense did struggle a little bit against SEC teams for this Texas A&M team. Um, but nonetheless, both these teams definitely better on the defensive side of things than they were the offensive side of things a season ago. And I think that's going to remain true, even with the changes both these teams have on the offensive side of things entering this season. As far as the model goes for this one, has Texas A&M projected at 29.8 runs, uh, New Mexico at 14.09, good enough for a 15.71 spread here entering this contest. Um, but it is that total that I really like here going into this one. 48 and a half points, obviously close to the spread in this one. Texas A&M, a 38 and a half point favorite um, entering this game. 
But nonetheless, with how these two defenses played a season ago, the struggles New Mexico had scoring points and really the new offensive coordinators, I think we're going to see a lower scoring one here. Um, an 11.92% edge for the under. I'm taking under 48.5 points here for New Mexico, Texas A&M. Now, the next one I want to take a look at here on Saturday is UTSA taking on Houston for UTSA. Entered this game as the 74th overall team in the Hotspit Power Ranking. Houston, the 38th overall team. Offensively speaking, two fairly strong teams. UTSA, 35th overall. Houston, 9th overall. Um, defensively, two teams have struggled a little more. Houston, 99th overall. UTSA, 110th here entering the season. And um, it was a high-scoring close game the last time these two teams played a season ago. Houston got the win, 37-35 in that one, um, but certainly not without a battle. And it's obviously a UTSA team that's been making some noise here over the past few seasons. Frank Harris has been a very, very strong quarterback for them and good enough to get them out of Conference USA and joining the American here this season. Obviously, Houston out of the American themselves, going to the Big 12. Um, but but nonetheless, two teams who have certainly been on the rise. Um, and while the UTSA offense you know, is good and has been strong, I do w struggle to, to see what their defense is exactly going to look like here entering the season. They like to play in a lot of high-scoring games. Now, granted, so does Houston at times. Um, but I think Houston just has the advantage on both sides of the ball there. And the model tends to agree with me on that one. Houston at 39.25 points, UTSA at 39.32, a 9.93 spread here entering this game. Um, the books, though, not necessarily. Has this one very evenly contested? Um, and in fact, has UTSA as the slight favorite here entering this game, um, which I tend to disagree with. I think it's a Houston team that is more than capable of winning this game and has a lot of talent, even though they lost some of the talent from a year ago, still retains a lot of talent um, here entering the season. A 27.19% edge for Houston in this one. Um, you know, one of the biggest edges of the entire Saturday from the model in this one, and, and I tend to agree. I think it's a Houston team that is more than capable of winning this game and doing so in pretty good fashion. I think UTSA, with even the success we've seen in the past few seasons, obviously the win against Illinois um, and, and the other success they've had, I think they do struggle a little bit in this game. I'm digging Houston, plus 110 to get the win over UTSA. And the final game I want to take a look at here for Saturday is Toledo taking on Illinois for Toledo. Coming to this game as the 72nd overall team in the high Tibet power ranking. Illinois, the 6th overall team for Toledo. Get the edge on the offensive side of things. 20th entering this contest, while Illinois is 48th. Illinois, though, the 2nd overall team defensively here entering the season. Toledo has struggled a bit more there. 130th entering the season. And that's kind of where I want to start. While the Toledo offense certainly does a great job controlling the speed of the game, um, you know, finding ways to score points. Their defense has certainly had some problems, um, and they definitely, offensively speaking, had a turnover problem last season. One area that I think could definitely impact them here entering this game. While Illinois may not be the best team on the offensive side of things, their defense has been very, very strong, and really, I think, should have no problem stopping this Toledo team. But what I do like here is the over. And as far as the model goes here for this one, actually, it has Illinois projected... Probably way higher than they're actually going to score. 37.88 points. Toledo at 19.3. An 18.76 spread here entering this game. I don't think Illinois is going to win the game by that much. I think it, I would quite honestly be shocked if they won by 18 points here in this game. But the 57.01 total there 
um, on the model is intriguing to me. Currently, we sit at 45 and a half um, for the total here in this game, and I think that's a pretty good odds. Yeah, it's going to be a defensive battle between these two teams at times for sure, but I think both these teams can score some points, and I think it's not going to be a shootout by any means, but I think we see these two teams kind of march up and down the field um, and kind of just meticulously score points and, and pick at this total. So I like the total here, taking the over 45 and a half points here for Toledo, Illinois. That'll do it here for Saturday's college football show. And if you want to see the matchups for all of the games going on here in week one, head over to hotdipbets.com. Not only do we have college football, we obviously got the MLB still up there, horse racing, UFC, all sorts of great stuff to take a look at over there. So make sure you go check it all out. Also, follow the social links down below, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, to stay up to date with everything going on over there. If you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads. And most importantly, drop a comment comments down below let me know who you guys are betting on here for saturday and thanks for watching today's show i will see you guys tomorrow